And welcome back to the Off the Clock Show. You're joined today with myself, Sean Gervais from Orbis X, as well as Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill from the Pints and Polishing Podcast, as well as Hyper Clean Car Care Products and everything else that you could use to make your car look fantastic. Uh, we're also joined today with Mr. Darren. And Darren is from, well, several different ventures, but uh, today he's uh, joining us from Resurrection. Jeez, uh, I can't remember the rest. It's just Resurrection Detailing. Resurrection Auto Detailing Tint and Protection. There we go. I knew it was uh, like 15 syllables. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same thing I told my wife. It's a mouthful. It's... <laughs> I, don't, I don't get to say that. Mine's, mine's tiny, but at least it's carry on. <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's how you write your name, not the pencil, right? That's the. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how yeah. deep you fish is how you wiggle your arm. Yeah, see, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the fantastic oh man so where to go from there anyway how's everyone doing it's christmas season holidays business is uh booming on our end i know some people slow down around this time of year but uh you know all depends on what you got going on um and marty i'm sure product sales you got guys just ramping up getting ready for 2023 to crush it um definitely myself included i'm gonna be getting a couple pallets from you which would be good um so anyway but you guys uh had any big plans over the weekend i was sick as shit but uh that's why i missed the last podcast but uh how about you guys anything fun happen on the weekend nothing well my my wife's a hairdresser so <laughs> christmas <laughs> season right <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> nothing yeah no, that was no. like the worst dead airspace of all time right? <laughs> what did you guys do this weekend anything <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to let i was trying to be respectful let you go first you know yeah. go ahead man go ahead that's what his wife does too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my wife's a hairdresser so of course it's a busy season for her uh she's just getting fresh off mat leaves so of course i was at home with the four kids all weekend so that's nice. about it that's all i was up to yeah just chilling with the kids right on man that's good man some good well time. sometimes Sometimes yeah. it's good. <laughs> yeah. S Sunday night, I was defusing. I'm like, yeah, this, is, this is enough for me, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check it out for a couple of days. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Only thing we same. did, we hung out, but we went to celebrate wife's birthday, took her for sushi. Oh, nice. Right on. Uh, this little, you know, one of those swanky places that likes to do the music and have the view oh, yeah. and all that stuff. It's cool. Yeah, right so on. You're sitting at the bar for over an hour when your table's 30 minutes, supposed to have already been there, and you just kind of start going really again this happened last time i was here and it's like fuck uh, we were the shit. last people out of the the whole restaurant because they they made us wait so long to have a table that by the time we ordered our food oh, and everything shit. everybody else was already gone and they were sweeping everything up and it was like oh my god fucker, like god damn it <laughs> jesus that's brutal man was the food good though yeah it's it you know, if you're having that bad of experience, yeah, it better be fucking awesome. And well, that's what I was I, thinking. I was like, I think you time had, now to cook. <laughs> well, no sushi when it cooked. Oh no. shit! I yeah. think it. I think we got towards the end of the night and we got the kind of the the rubbish in a sense. It, it really yeah. wasn't that great. The previous time that we went, you know, like it just melts in your mouth type of good, and it's like a, yeah, yeah. Damn. So, place you go often though? Is that like a? a We've been there before. Yeah, multiple times. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Damn. And most, most times it's good. It's just, uh, we're yeah. two for two on bad. Okay. okay. But the other locations in town are great. So it's just this one location. Like, uh, gotcha. Just, you know, I don't complain. 
I don't get upset. Yeah. Still tip, wave goodbye is what it is, you know, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just brutal, right? Like fuck. It's one of those things that's hit and miss. Like uh, my wife and I, we had a favorite restaurant here, went to all the time, just steady. It would be like an every two weeks kind of thing. That was our spot. We'd always go. And we went one time and it was, we threw off our schedule though. We usually went for dinner at this time. We were going somewhere for like, you know, it was just before dinner service. It was around 3 PM. And we were like, ah, it's a late lunch. Let's just go grab something. And we went in there. Place was empty, but they were still open. Um, and so we figured, oh, geez, you know, it's before the dinner rush. This is good. We'll probably have an even better experience. Uh, they went and they sat us in some far off corner for some reason, even though no one was in there. And then we we're sitting there and it was about 20 minutes and nobody even came to check and see if we wanted to drink. So we waited a little bit longer. Next thing you know, 35 minutes. We're like, fuck, this is nuts. You know, so we left. We ended up just walking out, went to this place across the street. And that has been our go-to spot now. It's, it's phenomenal. But uh, but it's, it's a shame sometimes where, like, you know, I miss the old place sometimes because they had certain plates and dishes that I really liked. But, uh, you know, something like that happens. You just take a breather. But it's really weird, you know. Like, it's uh, sometimes you can, you know, two for two, like you said. But then uh, you go in one time. Yeah, I don't know. So so what, what would you no, recommend? this is two for two on bad. Back? This is 0 for two on good. Oh, two for two. Yeah. I thought you said two for two no. at bat no. on bad. Oh shit. Oh man, that's that's a no go then. That's a no fly zone. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be tough to go back. It's gonna be tough to go back. Yeah, you'll have to be real hungry. Oh. <laughs> is what it is. Is what it is. You seen any good post? Uh me, well, I've seen some posts. There was one I uh I mentioned to to Mark, well to Darren uh, about some lines. Uh, but I, I did see one funny one actually, I'll mention, and it was a guy he posted uh he said, remember the time when, and like, this is only going back about like a year and a half. He said, remember when we couldn't eat inside. So we, we ate outside and we brought the outside to the, in no, we brought the inside to the outside so that we could be outside, but eating in the inside. It, basically it was like a whole tongue twister thing. And it was showing people in these like little capsules. Remember when people were doing that outside restaurants and shit and they're sitting in there eating. So they didn't, you know, like cross contaminate each other, uh, but you're still basically inside because you're in a little bubble thing. Really strange. But when you think about it, I don't know how things are where you guys are at, but like where we are, a lot of life is just right back to normal, which is good. Um, but it's it's pretty crazy to think not too long ago, that's how a lot of people were living. And the funny thing is, is I go into some restaurants now or other, you know, establishments and you see like remnants of it, you know, and but you don't even like it doesn't compute that like, oh shit, there's like plexiglass in between like me and the next table anymore because they've made it so subtle. And it's almost like uh, there's been a whole like industry made now around making like COVID furniture or something, you know, it's like, yeah, where it's not just like some homemade plexiglass shit from Home Depot, the guy like, you know, screwed on in between two booths. Now it's like comes in a fancy little thing and it looks like it's part of the decor. It's it's pretty crazy, but uh, I don't know. The, how, how's life where you guys are? Is it like kind of back to normal? There's still remnants of COVID stuff. No, nah, we don't have it. No, nothing here. Yeah, you're like we never did. <laughs> Man, lucky. Yeah, we, we we still got lots of stuff. Um, mm. we were just sitting in a restaurant the other night, and they still have the plexiglass barriers between the tables. Um, okay, yeah. But certain places like Walmart doesn't even have like cart wipes anymore. They don't have yeah, yeah. Hand sanitizer that, that, anywhere. Listen, like, I'm with you, man. That that to me is the crazy part. Everybody freaked out so much. There was wipes all over the place. Place that I go get therapy, you know, physical therapy and stuff. They would spray down everything. Like, nope, all that shit's gone. 
Like you used to have to like deliver your personal you know, bag that you put stuff in back to them yeah. so they could clean everything. And then no, now they, you, you, you take it back and they're like, no, just put it over there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And you're like, Oh, I really kind of like it. I, I like that. clean. Like I loved Corona for all that. Right. Like yeah, yeah. it's the healthiest year I've been. I enjoyed I there were a lot a of buses. I enjoyed, like, yeah. I actually miss it at the grocery store in particular. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, people doing all kinds of crazy shit, man. They touch it. Like I've seen people walk in the grocery store, the scratch in their ass before they get in there. They go fondle the grapes and shit. And then uh, the masks stop them from coughing on things. Like that's a plus, man. Yeah. And I never was a big fan of being right up next to somebody anyway. Like yeah. people now, they still want to come talk to you and they're two feet away from you. Like, hey, dude, like, I kind of enjoyed that six feet. You, you missed know, the like, time where it's like, eh, 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 back up, you know? It was bullshit, right? Like, miraculously, six feet would be, right? Like, I still think yeah. that's actual bullshit, but I enjoyed yeah. the, I enjoyed the, like, little bit of distance, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Give me my bubble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Definitely. I know what that's like because I had kind of like a mini panic attack when I came to Canada, uh, 2017, I think it was, um, landed in Toronto airport. And like I was coming from an island where, man, the the big city had ten thousand people in it. Like that was the capital city. Okay, it was like tiny, and the whole country had a hundred thousand people in it. And so there was a lot of space and distance in between people, especially when there were no tourists. Like I used to take the kids to the beach. It'd be you know eleven kilometers of white sand, and it's just us. There's like not another human being on the planet on that beach. And then I landed in Toronto Airport, and started to walk out holy shit man there was just like there's a million people a day that passed through the toronto pearson airport and uh I, I was losing it like i it was a lot to take in you know so i know what you mean by the like having that distance that cushion from people now i'm okay like i don't mind going around people but uh it was a lot to take in man so losing that six feet you know and, and let's be honest there's some people that uh you know you see them and you'd like 12 feet in between <laughs> you know who we're talking about <laughs> uh all right here's uh here's some funny ones that i've seen all right uh i'll start with this one i just think it's funny because i don't know it's 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 funny that all the dimensions of our industry right <laughs> and this is a uh, uh i think it was probably in it was when in one of the groups or whatever and it was tape residue left over from removing some trim pieces we all know what that is right yeah we all know that the number one way to, to get rid of it's a, a wheel, you know, mm-hmm. throw that on a grinder and grind that thing off. But that's not exactly the way everybody does it. Now there's all yeah. these different ways. How, how do you get it off? So at, at our shop, when we're dealing with residue, uh-huh. um, it depends on the extent of it. Uh, but that's well, like, if you're removing okay. that trim piece, right. There's, there's always that real thick, of course, sided tape, you usually have to put a wheel on uh, Darva. What do you, do you use the wheel? You kind of did that. Like you're not a wheel guy. No, no, we use the wheel. We use, yeah. uh, I mean, we use fishing line to get it off. So you're getting a deeper cut and then we'll use a wheel. We'll sometimes if there's a little bit left on, we'll use like an adhesive remover if we need to, but typically a wheel, that would oh. be typically yeah. a wheel thing. Yeah. One thing I was wondering, cause like, so half my staff is like split. We got some old school guys. And then we got some new school guys. They do things very, very differently. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see them working. Um, like with our tint, for example, we've got one guy who insists on using like a, a hair dryer, and then we've got our, our old school guys, they just use a blowtorch and they just get it done. So there's there's like a huge difference. So 
our old school guys, they use this stuff. And Darren, I maybe you have the same stuff. Do you do windshield replacements too or no? No. Kip fix, nothing? No? Okay. No. You might have this for your tint stuff because I know you do tint. But uh, so we get this from the guys that give us our glass. Uh, we get it from them when we order windshields. And I, I think it literally just says glass cleaner on it. And it's supposed to be for like prepping the windshield before it goes in. But when we've used that and we had like stickers or something on the um, on the glass, we would use that and remove the stickers sometimes. And then we realized, well, like, holy shit, this stuff, it works amazingly for adhesive, all forms of adhesive. But it's it's not harmful to anything like underneath. It doesn't matter what you use it on. So anyway, we've got some guys in the shop love using that shit. And then other people take a more manual process. So it's kind of it's split down the middle of my shop. But uh, yeah, I don't know. How about yourself, Marty? Yeah, I was always the wheel. So that's okay. why. I, yeah. I, but I knew there was other ways that people do it. So that's yeah, why yeah. I thought it was an interesting post. You know, I thought other yeah. people talk. Yeah, absolutely. So that's yeah. cool. You, that's... You're split then. You do both. Guys yeah, we both. do both. Yeah. Oh. And and when I said like depends on the extent of it, because uh, so we do like debadging as well. And so it's the same kind of thing. Like sometimes uh -huh. you remove it easy peasy. Other times, uh, you know, it's a nightmare. And so it depends on how much is there. Sometimes you need you just need that human, you know, intervention. You can't always just rely on chemicals and stuff like that. Uh, but other times it's it's so much faster. We just spray that shit on it and then it comes right off. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, all right. Here's the other one uh, in detailers of Facebook. Uh, and it was a bucket heater. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thing that's, and I, you know, I, I love this post and I love that somebody's trying to figure out a different way of, of doing some things because recently an episode that I did, I was a little segment was things that make you go, Hmm. And I just, I'm always, I get it that people get cold and I get it, especially up there. You guys are colder than we are here. Yeah. Well, once you get below freezing, it really doesn't matter how much colder it gets. It's fucking no, it's cold, still below. Right? Like yeah. you can't like, you got to figure out a way to clean a car if you yeah. want to stay open. So things that made me go, Hmm, was people that just close because it's winter. It's like, wait, what? So yeah. I really enjoy that. You know, somebody out there was trying to find, alternative ways, ways to, to yeah i i always tried to figure out different way i had a uh you know a diesel burning uh heater that was on my power washer stuff like that you know mm. figuring yeah, out ways sense, to keep but... the water hot and stay you know stay moving 100 percent. the thing yeah. is like when you heat up water hot water will turn to ice faster than cold water exactly. will turn to ice. That <laughs> like, so we learned that's a cattle. That's actually, a, you know, my grandparents were in the cattle business and they owned an auction. That's what the, I learned that from from way back mm -hmm. as a kid. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. But that's it's better true. for the hands when you're you're trying to wash the car. One hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I saw that same post too, and it, it made me think of my old fish tank. So I used to have one of those in there to heat it up because I had these African cichlids and they needed the water to be warmer, and uh, so I had one of those to heat up the water for them. Uh, because it worked a lot better than the shit they sold you at the, the fish store. Um, so I had one of those, like, uh, it was more, I'd say, like a commercial type application. A anyway, I loved my fish. Worked really well, but that, that is interesting. And now I'm wondering, with when the water freezes, I wonder if there's a way that, like, you could kind of progressively, like, put on, like, colder water so then it wouldn't freeze as much. But either way, I think the biggest thing is find yourself into a garage of some kind. You know, I think somewhere. it freezes. It freezes faster because, right? Just there's more heat, and so it transfers quicker. And then it, 
it never can it slow itself down and it just whoosh. yeah Whereas yeah. when it's cold and it's just cold water, it doesn't react as fast. There's, there's not as much momentum. For those of you that listen to the Pine Spots podcast, that was my uh, buy yesterday uh, mm. and seeing out of the World Cup, you know, can't understand what's going on because it wasn't in my language. Don't really know the game that well, even though my kids played and I used to coach. But, you know, you don't really know plays and you don't know. You can yeah. tell, though, when momentum shifts. You can tell in players. You can tell. Uh, and that's a, it's a transferable energy. So my yeah. buy was, Hey, you need momentum. You can transfer your own energy and create the momentum you need. So. That's true. Nice. Okay. My last one was a uh, momentum from this guy. Okay. Uh, this guy's definitely creating some momentum. Yeah. Right. Nice little, uh, nice little Ferrari. Huh? Yeah. Not Good bad. Little ride. This yeah, is in a uh, car spotting, uh, group that I'm in. Okay. It was, uh, parked out in front of, uh, OU apartments. Okay. That's not a college. So, so, you know, somebody's (laughs) creating some momentum in there. Good for him. You know, if you can uh, afford that car and then still stroll over to the, uh, the the college apartments and get her done, you know, your daddy. Exactly. Right. It's exactly right. Right there. Took somebody out for a night on the town and then went back and, uh, Got yeah. his work done. Good for it's, him. It's when OnlyFans meets real life. <laughs> but it's just hilarious that somebody took a picture of that, posted in a group, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Nicely done, man. <laughs> yeah. Well done, sir. Hats off to you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. What so one other post I saw that I, I wanted to touch on because I sent it over is uh it was a post where you know someone was showing those uh it's one of those like ego posts you know showing the picture perfect lines that they had made in the you know the back of the car and stuff like that and uh i wanted to get you guys feedback on it because i know i'm very much in opposition here because i'm (laughs) anti-line mainly just because as a business owner i don't want to see my staff doing that kind of shit unless if we're doing photos for you know like pictures for the gram or something like that but just for every car that goes out you know, there's no point in it, but I wanted to get your feedback and see where you guys stand on it and uh, what your thoughts are. If you guys are pro lines or anti lines. Go ahead, sir. I'm, I'm pro lines um, All right. to, to a degree. Okay. So mm-hmm. where, where we are, we're like central Canada and Manitoba. So we're big farming, egg country. Oh, Canada. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, um, so we don't, I mean, somebody coming in to spend three, 350 bucks on a detail, you know, yeah, it's clean, but is it like the wow factor? So for us, you know, we're working on like Dodge journeys. We're not working on Lamborghinis and Ferraris. We're working on Dodge journeys and caravans. And I mean, at, at the best, we're going to be like a C8, which a C8, I wouldn't do the lines, but unless they're like going to a car yeah. show or something, we'd do like the floor mats type of thing. But, you know, when customers open up that hatch and they look and they guys got nice line works and stuff like that, you know, we want that like whoa that's awesome right and then they don't want to okay, put their yeah. groceries on it and stuff like that's important to me so okay yeah yeah adding like a little differentiating bit of factor okay yeah. yeah have you seen that where they have those templates where you get like a you know your logo made and then you go over it and, oh marty's not in yeah yeah okay. i, I want to tell you that i have some on order but you'll hate me because you're anti-lines <laughs> <laughs> but i'm pro stencil i'm pro stencil oh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and That's I know good. that might seem strange. I but... was going to say, Sean, if you hate it on that, yeah, it seems like really great branding. Yeah, 100%. See, that that I'm I'm with a 1,000% because then every time they open the trunk, 
well, at least until it goes away, uh, they're going to see that. And I, I have a feeling that would lead to more them taking a picture of it, sharing it around or something like that. It's pretty cool. And then your logo's there. What would be really cool is if you could get your phone number in the stencil or something like that. That would be dope. But, uh, or a QR code or something. Anyway, you know what? Uh, but <laughs> I'd, prefer, I'd prefer lines and stencils over like paper floor mats. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always hated the, the floor mats, personally. I, I yeah. feel like it just kind of looks junky. You know, I don't know. Like I, yeah. I was never. Most fan. people don't take it's, them out. They rip. You got paper, cardboard all over the car after. It's just, well, exactly. it's, it's also you got to take them out. If I'm the customer and I've got to do something now, like yeah. I don't want to yeah. format out. What? Like, it's true. Yeah, we we only put them in. We have them at the shop. We put them in when our guys are moving the car. That's about it. Just yeah. because yeah. if we don't want to get you go to the you know, dealership the and they don't take theirs out after you go through the service, you get annoyed. Like, ah, oh, shit. Like, yeah, you just take it out like, and throw it on the ground. Yeah, it's true fuck that. you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sean i no, i've yeah. always been a lines guy okay. always mobile detailing i always loved it because yeah. two reasons i serviced a lot of women <laughs> <laughs> we're not to the you tip yet, so after hours yeah. speaking and, of that, feeling done or and they seem to enjoy it. Like I actually got, you know, one of the okay. big accounts that I had were oil and gas places that we'd go to every couple of weeks yeah, and they yeah. were set up on a schedule. Right. And the women loved it. They loved the design. They loved the stripes. They, they talked about it. Like it, it made them feel like they got a professional detail. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I even, they, I used to do commercial carpet cleaning too, like uh, residential and commercial. And I used to do it in like, House carpets, but not lying, li not lying, long ones, but triangles. Like, you know, exactly the pyramids, mm -hmm. right? So mm. I do that all the time. People loved it. It feels fresh. It feels new. Okay. It feels mm -hmm. extra, mm. right? So that's kind of where I learned that. And then I did it, you know, when I was okay. six years old trying to cut grass for two dollars to go buy a chocolate bar or whatever. I do it in the grass. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are nice. used to it. It's symmetrical. And I think that's yeah. probably, okay. you know, I mowed lawns as a kid, all growing through high school and everything, and then. I bet you, Darvel, that's a probably a big reason why I naturally gravitated to the lines and the carpet. Because when I step back from doing landscape, mm. I always loved to see my lines, and I had customers specifically wanted that in their grass. Yeah. They wanted to be able to see that. So it also became practical for our you know weekly maintenance customers. You know, we had people. I'm not joking. Like every every Friday morning at 7 a.m. Right? Yeah. Like I, I mean. Uh, every Monday night at six, like people would just were on a set schedule. It didn't matter. Those people, it was very practical because you knew where people had been. Right. Uh -huh. You, you, you knew how their week had gone. And especially if you Based ever on... saw the lines in the back got messed up, then you yeah. knew you needed to do a little bit more. Otherwise you could just kind of tidy back up those lines, make sure the seat was had everything good and you were ready to yeah. go. You literally, it was a way of hacking in a sense of how much cleaning I needed to do that time. And I could tell yeah. if they had had people in the back of their seats or not. And then we could just keep our focus on the other side because yeah, yeah. on maintenance. And if you're there every week, right, this is where the detailing, you know, a lot of people get mixed up. It's like, well, I don't want to do maintenance because it's so much less. You know, I'm only making, you know, and they put in a dollar figure, yeah, 50 yeah. bucks, 75, 100, whatever. Well, you don't realize you're you're trying to get three or four cars done at the same time. You're there trying to be there for only a couple hours. You're trying to knock stuff out. And so if you've got a system 
carpet lines were one of our system to help us make sure that we could be very efficient through that process because we wanted to be in and out. Of, yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. Okay. I think you guys have convinced me. I got a meeting tomorrow. I think my, my staff's going to be pissed, but <laughs> only if you got oil and gas women and uh, weekly maintenance customers that you do mobile. That's it. Yeah. 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 And, uh... All right, there but you go. It is. I mean, come on. So I think the creative part where people that have gone and started doing all the sides of everything, that's yeah, where yeah. it gets interesting. You know, Darvo, I'm like you. I do like uh, most of the times when I'm, I'll still do something on my carpets. I don't do the straight lines because I don't see that. You know, the people that come in here are, are kind of more distant and random. My mobile guy takes care of all of our maintenance stuff now. So I just like to throw in those triangles real quick. Like it still leaves something to let somebody know I took attention to this part of the carpet. And I really tried because they'll see that when they vacuum their own house or if they'll do stuff a certain way and then they'll go, oh, yeah, okay. And it can become that symbolism of, yeah, yeah. yeah, this guy really took some care on my 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 mats. The the other thing is, too, is like maybe Marty doesn't see it as much because he does a lot of maintenance where we don't really do it. But we have customers that come in, you know, oh, I haven't detailed this in six, seven, eight, nine years. Well, you're not physically going to be able to get every stain out in the allotted amount of time that we're charging them for the service. So 100%. the line work kind of takes your eyes away from the little bit of staining that's there, right? So they're mm. less likely to look and see like a little stain sitting there that you worked at, but you didn't get it 100%. Like they're less likely to look at that and be like, oh, you didn't get that. They'll look at the lines and be like, oh, I used to own a car wash, man. We had plenty of that stuff. Oh, you'll get it. So we actually sometimes would brush the carpet back the the other way. way. (laughs) So it's the dark side. Yeah. (laughs) Which you should technically be doing for uh, drying carpet anyway. So (laughs) standing your piles up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, man, that's good feedback. Okay, so so anyone listening, they've now convinced me lines are good. The right kind of lines. And uh, the right kind of lines, side, not the white kind of lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys convinced me to come to the dark side and the, the right kind of lines. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's fantastic. But uh, okay, good stuff. All right. So pro lines. All right. And uh, yeah, what else we got? So, well, we did want to play a game at the end of all this. So to make time for that, I think we should jump into some tips because if not, as you know, I'm going to just start putting in a little tip, little tip, little tip. Next thing you know. It's still just a tip. Still just a tip. I know. Curious how that happens, right? (laughs) Just always happens. So so do robots have just a tip though? I don't know how you guys are built. So (laughs) I I do I do occasionally. Yeah. (laughs) It's 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 really just all tips. So it's (laughs) oh okay. Depends how the mechanism lets it out. It's a wide tip. Yeah, so exactly. It's a a big brush, you know, broad strokes. That's Oh my God. So my tip to jump into things is about choices. Uh, I've been talking to some guys recently and uh, a lot of people are taking this time, this downtime to kind of restructure their packages or take a look at their business and review their stats for the last year, what was selling, what wasn't selling, so on and so forth, Uh, which is a really smart thing to do. If your business is slowing down a bit, take that time to look for refinements in your business, of course. Um, And so what I noticed though, is in talking with some of these people and coaching them through things, uh, a lot of people were looking to add more choices next year because they felt that they could be selling more if they added more options uh, for customers. And I tried to explain to a lot of them, which they all got, which was good, that 
more choices can actually lead to customer paralysis and it can cause people to not make decisions. And even if they do make a decision, they ultimately will feel less satisfied and they will feel like they made a wrong choice uh, because they're now thinking about all the options that they had, or they're just confused and confused customers rarely buy. Um, and it all goes back to, there's a study. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the jam study. Uh, the first one was done in like year 2000 and then they, they redid it again, I think 2010 and then 2018 as well. Um, but basically what they did, uh, it started in uh, Columbia, uh, University of Columbia and Stanford, I think. And what they did is they went to a farmer's market and they set up a bunch of jams and the whole goal was to do this test. So the first day at the farmer's market, they set up something like 24 different varieties of jams. So you had tons of choices and they saw how people were, you know, looking at them. They were interested. That test had the most interest, but didn't have very many purchases. The next couple of days they switched it and they only put out six different variations. That's it. Those are your choices. And even though the booth didn't get as much interest as the previous days, what they found is that their sales were 10% higher for each of the varieties. And the whole reason was, is because people didn't have too many choices. They weren't confused. They weren't scared of making the wrong choice. And they were also able to make a decision quickly. Um, so there's all those things. And so if you're someone that's redoing your packages, I think it's important to remember that less is more. Um, and you should have more than one option, for example, you know, because then people do feel like they have a choice. But at the same time, don't think that you need to separate everything out into, you know, like I've got the, the bronze, the gold, the silver, the platinum, the titanium, the this and that. Uh, you're just going to overload your customers. You're going to confuse them. They won't be able to make a decision. And more importantly, it's going to be really difficult for you to explain the value of each of those in a way that they understand in a short and concise period of time, because you don't have a whole lifetime to sell to people. So, so my recommendation, my tip for today is avoid choice paralysis and take this time, this downtime, if you have some, uh, even if you don't take this Sunday, hundred percent and force yourself, spend some time and restructure your offerings that you have. If you are having some, you know, slower periods, or if you don't feel you're selling as much, it'll really help boost your sales. Absolutely. There you go. That's it. See, just a tip, just a tip. That's it. I warmed them up. <laughs> Darvo, you want it? Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, it actually works out pretty good because when I was thinking about it, I'm like, what am I going to talk about? And uh, it kind of aligns with Sean. So my thing is like listening and understanding what your customers' needs are. So mm -hmm. in saying that, exactly right. Less is more. When I started, I had a whole bunch of packages. I've been doing this for 19 years on and off. So I wanted everything in there. Um, I narrowed down my packages and now it's super easy. When people phone, they're like, how much to detail a 2019 Honda Honda Accord? Okay, insides like the complete is this, the interior is this. Oh, okay. Well, do you have anything less? Well, we have an interior with no shampoo, but you have to have a service within the last six months. We have a maintenance clean, which you have to have a, a full service within the last three months. And we explain it kind of that way. They only have the two options, but then we have so many other things, right? Like we have our coatings and everything. So build True, up yeah. on build up on your other services rather than just your your majority service and then don't have a whole bunch of options because you're just going to confuse people and they're going to always people will notoriously pick the cheapest service possible so you can have the best of the best for 300 and if you have the worst of the worst for 220 and then a mediocre for 60 bucks like they're or for like 240 they're going to pick the 220 even though they know it's the worst of the worst because they're, that's just how we're wired we're wired to spend less money it's true so, yeah and that's where a good idea on, too. Yeah. start them at the high and then work your way down because then uh, it's going to make those other ones seem not as bad versus if you start there, they might be like, Ooh, geez, two twenty. 
if you start at like 340 and you work your way down they're like oh 220 is not that bad actually yeah <laughs> it's the wiring yeah and then on top of that like if you're listening to your customers needs and they're explaining i have kids i have pets i have this i have this you can deliver the exact package that they need because you're you like always have packages in the back of your mind that you can work with but For sure if you listen to what they need and then you can deliver on that, then they're like, wow, this person's really listening to what I need. And like, I'm just going to listen to what they have to say, like build that, like build that trust with them in the rapport that, that you understand exactly what they need. Cause you're the professional and they're not. So that would be my tip. Nice. Yeah. See, and just the tip. <laughs> just the tip. He's like, that'll be my tip. Yeah. 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 Done. Nothing more, this nothing less. Three tips. I don't know. <laughs> Three tips, a triple One tip. It's yeah. a triple tipper. The triple, triple tipper. tipper. Don't worry, we're still two less than the normal episode where Sean does four. So yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm done. <laughs> My God. All right, Marty. You can't reject the tip from... too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. my Mine comes off of a, a little recommendation. If people would uh, hear what Sean has to say when he talks about a book, this mm. I know. Uh. So I started listening to this I know, and uh, he gives an illustration about when people feel they believe. Mm. So, I I think that we can we can symbolize this in a couple different ways, and uh, I, I, as I've said before. I've grown very fond of watching the World Cup, <clears throat> but will not be watching soccer, you know, every day and every weekend yeah. here on out, right? Like it was just because it was the World Cup, right? Like that's the only reason why I was watching it. And of course, you know, the, the especially in the very finals, the stars came to the the top, right? You know, Messi scored his goals, he did his thing. The other guy from France did hit like it was it was cool to see the stars get, you know, do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. But what about all the other people? You know, everything that they had gone through and they were they were regular players celebrating also that they were in the World Cup. And I kind of put myself into their spot because I don't know, most of us, we probably like to play sports and probably have played, you know, some type of competitive sports. And we always thought that we might be somewhat good. I was always just that yeah. other guy that made the team, right? I was never the the star since like elementary school, right? Like I never was. I was just a guy that made the team. I was always on the team, always was kind of uh, just part of the team. Last pick. Anytime I made a play yeah. or anytime I, you know, we won a championship or, you know, played in college and won stuff, it was just like, I just celebrated because I was part of the team. And this was a dream yeah. that I had wanted to do. And it's like, man, well, how much do we get to celebrate as detailers, as entrepreneurs, because physical games of, you know, sporting events, those athletes have to eventually hang it up. Mm. Right. And it became to me a, a celebration of every day we get to go play every day. We get to go do our craft with everything that we want. Hopefully most of us that are in this want to be here, right. Yeah. Want to be a part <laughs> of our life instead of something else. Hopefully that's why we're here. Right. Like as part yeah. of our life, this is our lifestyle. <clears throat> so celebrating it, you know, like 100%. being excited about it, being ecstatic that we get to do our dream. I think there's yeah. so many people that don't get to live their lives with fulfillment because they're not really doing what they want to do so you know when we feel we believe 
feel the celebration, feel the excitement. It transfers over to your customers. It transfers over to your business. It transfers over to people. Energy is transferable. And so when you're excited and you feel the excitement, your customers will also believe in, and listen, it's not some, I'm polishing paint. So I got to give this big, long spiel about being an entrepreneur and grinding and I'm continuing to wait. That's not the excitement I'm talking yeah, about. No. <laughs> like I'm talking about the, this is, Put them to feel how dirty the car was. And I love those extractor videos where people like suck up stuff and then they let it pour out, but have a little bit more into it, you know, instead of just like open it up and we're just seeing all this dirty water, like tell the story a little bit, get us to feel what's going on. And Hey, do you look at your carpet and you see this? Let me show you how mm -hmm. this is discussed, right? Like you feel, you believe. That's true. I like that. Here's my tip. Love it. <laughs> nice. That was a good one. And, you know, it's so true. And especially how it translates into sales as well, uh, because it, sales is just a transference of feeling. Right. And so when you're trying to get your customer, like uh, you're, you're telling them about the value, well, you're increasing the value so you can build that connection with the customer. Right. And then, you know, when you're offering an offer, it's so that you can get them to convert, but it's the whole way through it's, it's getting them see. This, 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 oh, teachers, man. See? It's not a tip. I, I was agreeing you can't. with your you can't tip. Do it. You can't. You can't do it. But no, you know, because here's Once the thing. Once he gets that tip in, he's got to go for a second. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then he's second. about to go always. for a third right if, here in a second. If, if he gets two, the yeah. tip wet, he's got to get the rest wet too. Yeah. Right to the base. I'm a big tipper. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Even at the bad sushi restaurants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I feel proud. I was talking with my daughter about this the other day. We were driving and I was like, you know, she asked me how my year has been. And I was like, my year has been fantastic. And it seemed like a strange question. My daughter, she's 13 now and uh, she's turning 14. And it just seemed like, you know, we, we go for these drives sometimes. We'll go like, you know, shopping or something like that. And she'll ask me these weird questions or she'll like just, you know, when we're talking, it's just stuff you wouldn't expect like your kid to just ask you, you know, you expect them to be like, you know, why is water blue or some silly stuff. And she, she's like, how's your year been? I was like, it's amazing. You know, how about you? We're talking back and forth. And then she was like, what's the one thing you're most proud of this year? And I said, honestly, it's off the clock. Sean just admitted he hadn't seen his kid all year. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps telling us he's got to go pick up his kid. And she just yeah, finally, I, gotta go. ah, I picked her up the other day. She asked me how my year has been. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's forty proof. <laughs> have you have you seen the amount of work he does on Orbis X, man? He does the amount of work in one day that most people do in an entire year. So every day this is a year for Sean. He's three hundred and sixty-five years old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> every day, yeah. Yeah, I, I live in a different space-time continuum, exactly. <laughs> and uh, but you know what? I'm so proud that. So I wake up every day and I do exactly what I want to do. I love it. And I, I celebrate that all the time. And so my, my wife and I do this thing every time that, you know, someone new signs up for a trial or something like that, we do a high five. And so we'll just be messaging each other all day and I'll be like, got five high fives, babe. And then she'll be like sending me back like high five, high five, high five, high five, high five in a, in a text. And we, we keep going like that. That's cool. And because what I'm most proud of is that this year we processed $140 million uh, through Orbis X, which is amazing. And now, 
what that's why that's amazing is not because it's 140 million dollars that's that's wonderful but what it means is that all the businesses that are using orbis x they're supporting their staff their businesses their dreams they're they're alive and so i literally get message every day people are telling me things like you know oh my god orbis x changed my life oh my god it's amazing and they're telling me specifically how it's helped them. Like, you know, the, the one guy he was going through a tough time before he was using another software. I, I won't mention names, but uh, it was shit. Let's just say that. And uh, anyway, they, they switched to Orbis X and they, they said, we've seen a huge increase in our ticket sales, in our reviews, all that stuff. And they said, I actually, for the first time, they've been in business for seven years. And they said, for the first time in seven years, they felt like they could take their foot off the gas. They said they're not going to, but they felt like they could because they can breathe. They, they feel like they've got a team backing them and they're like, it's, it's just the software. And so it, it, it feels good knowing that, you know, so I feel it, I believe it. And as you guys know, like you see it in the group, you see how I communicate with people, my passion for it comes across. And I think that that's what makes it so special. And if you can do that same kind of thing for your business, as Marty's tip said, because it's not my tip, <laughs> Marty's, oh, tip. Marty's tip. <laughs> I'm piggybacking he off. Pulled my tip out and put his tip in. He's trying to put my tip back in. It's getting a little odd. I don't know if Darwin. I'll just sit back show here somewhere. Touch tips. <laughs> yeah. In the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's that's even too much for off the clock. Uh, buddy of mine told me something. He said something hilarious. I had no idea what it was. He explained it anyway. You know what? That'll be for another time. But. uh Anyway, so Marty's Marty's tip. Want to play a game? Oh yeah, shit. Want to play yeah, a game? Let's, let's play a game. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Movie so, quote. Movie quote. Uh, well, there's few that are like that. Want to play a game? Yeah. Saw. Saw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, saw. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like, then also, wasn't it? You said it the last time. I was like, maybe it's a scary else. movie too, right? Like. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. The. Who the hell was in that one? Oh fuck! Yeah, I don't know. Saw is still one of the best. I love Saw yeah. movies. Those are so Saw, Saw is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the, uh, in my opinion, it actually got progressively better. Like uh, you know, as it got into the stories and stuff, you know, it got a lot more gory and stuff. But I don't know. So on that note, we do have a game today, though. Uh, given that it's the Christmas season, at least maybe that. Uh, it's a game that actually Darrell brought up. Uh, so I, I can never remember what the game's called. Um, Hey, go ahead explain what can you say at christmas dinner but you can't say in the bedroom that's right so yeah, yeah. so what, what you can say at christmas dinner that you can't say in the bedroom <laughs> i have so many just the tip jokes right now hey go for it <laughs> go for it let's hear them. All right. let's see so okay. something you can say at dinner but not in the bedroom dinner yeah, at christmas like, uh... christmas dinner so wow, this is dry. <laughs> I mean, you can't say that at Christmas dinner. That would be very insulting. But that's fine. If somebody brings <laughs> but, like dry turkey, you're gonna tell well, you them. Could this say, is dry. You definitely can't say that in the <laughs> if if your wife brings dry turkey and you say, Wow, this is dry, she would motherfucker. <laughs> you get it once a year and you're not getting it this year. <laughs> so mm. yeah, let me think here. I'm thinking wow, something around cool. toys. Wow, it's this like, is moist. <laughs> oh, this is moist. Is now that's something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm real. No, 
fuck, I don't know. What could you say during Christmas? The only, thing I, the only thing I thought of that was almost kind of along those lines, though, so I don't mean to piggyback you, but it's like, wow, this is lumpy. Wow, this is lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like stuffing can be a little lumpy yeah, or some yeah. other thing. You know? Potatoes. Yeah. Because, I mean, you could say, like, you know, I, I really love your gravy. Like, I don't know. That <laughs> would be something. Yeah. Really wow, that's salty. Oh, that's salty. <laughs> hey, bro, you got cranberry on your chin. <laughs> Can your dad help me with the bird? <laughs> just trying to think. I don't know. Just, just stuff it in the in the back between the legs. Ah, there you go. I, I say that in the bedroom all the time. Actually. Oh, do you? okay, yeah, perfect. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> grandma's pie. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh, grandma's pie. Oh, oh, oh shit! Can you pass the cool whip? <laughs> <laughs> that one I do say as well. Grandma's pie, Jesus. Let <laughs> uh, me think here. I'm thinking something with mashed potatoes and stuff. What, what do you guys typically have for a Christmas dinner? That's why I'm kind of side. We don't really. Dude, we're not big Christmas. I mean, we're not even. We're gonna go over. We're gonna have Christmas breakfast. Oh, okay. Uh, that's you guys kind of celebrate like tradition. Thanksgiving yeah. down in the U.S. a lot, though, eh? Like, that's a bigger one, I think. Yeah. Thanksgiving's yeah. more the dinner. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Christmas is more of like the presents, the presents, the and, yeah. hanging out. Like, it's different in Canada. Will, we're people all will cook different. and they'll have yeah. people over, and you'll usually have food, but it's not really like. Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving is much more like more structured. It's a bigger one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we switch Christmas it. Christmas is all yeah, over. Yeah, it's it's backwards. Yeah, I'd say more yeah. Thanksgiving. Well, especially like uh, well, both Darren and I actually uh, come come from families that have indigenous parents and stuff. So so like Thanksgiving for us is not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like I have a status card. Like I'm status Indian. So like you I'm know, AT, Thanksgiving yeah. is not really. Uh, yeah, a great day for us. Let's celebrate Bray being colonized. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, exactly. Good one. <laughs> yeah, take your turkey, go back home, please. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so it is different for us. But yeah, uh, Christmas, we do a, a Christmas dinner thing, but not a. I did actually get a turkey, but only because uh, my wife wanted a turkey just because she likes to taste turkey. Uh, but I got a rabbit uh, that I'm going to be cooking up, and then. Um, what else we got? Saltfish. We'll usually do like a Caribbean breakfast, thing like that. Um, so we eat a lot of saltfish, though. Uh, I don't know if you guys like cod or salty fish, but yeah, it's uh, we'll have that. Um, usually that, some ackee. Yeah. I did get some crab uh, a week or so ago. Oh, nice. I just okay. made some crab cakes, made some little egg crab tacos for breakfast tacos nice oh i love tacos fish tacos crab tacos mm, yeah. i love crab and eggs and tacos crab and eggs huh. interesting mm. i've never had that one though that's that's new what about you darvel you had that one crab and no. eggs no I, i'm bad. not i'm not a seafood fish anything oh, either. i'm just not well you're uh, living in the right place you're like right in between both coasts yeah <laughs> Literally, I'm in the middle, so we're I don't like, like seafood. Okay, yeah, go to the most know. middle part of the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, good. That's it. Yeah, it's so funny. Like me, I'm the opposite. I love seafood. I can eat seafood. Yeah, me every too. Day. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah shit. Damn. So, so I wonder, steak. we'd have to do this this game by the Christmas tree then, and not the you know. So then you, you 
you know, you can have things that you say, you know, that you wouldn't say by the tree. You can Throwing say. up. Yeah, yeah. like, like uh, I'm thinking something like, uh, should we open the toys in front of the kids or something? No. <laughs> should we play with the toys in front of the kids though? yeah exactly <laughs> something like that you know yeah <laughs> mom it's a wooden buzz just like you have <laughs> exactly <laughs> Jesus. oh my god all right listen before i throw out another tip because i can feel it coming on <laughs> i'm gonna say thank you guys so much for your time man uh, we'll do same thing, same time next week. Absolutely. We'll have more tips for you. I will keep it just to one. I will be within my limit. Um, and then <laughs> Marty's like, hell no. <laughs> I will do everything within my power to restrain myself and limit myself, myself to 13 tips. That's what I will do. <laughs> Good stuff, man. All right, guys. Pleasure as always. Everyone pay attention to everything we said here. Rewind it, link it back and watch it again. You'll learn some really good stuff. And don't forget to tune in to that Pints of Polishing podcast that Marty mentioned about momentum. Uh, you're going to learn some great stuff there as well. All right, guys. Merry Christmas. And Merry we'll Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. All right, guys. Darwin, good to see you, man. Yeah, you yeah. too, Mark. Okay, see you guys. See ya.